0: Welcome back, Tanya. You have been away doing some fantastic things. Um, and I'm yeah very happy to have you. So, yeah, first of all, welcome.
1: Thank you very much. Very nice to be here again. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's cool. It's cool. I mean, we have wanted to to organize this. Um, I think we spoke it was a couple of weeks ago now. Um, but, yeah, obviously, you know, you're extremely busy as well. Um, and so getting it together, yeah. know, on an occasion when we are both sort of relaxed and can talk at our own sort of ease um, without fear of uh, sort of, oh, we have to get to the next appointment. So um, yeah, it's um, you. Okay. First of all, we have to start in the first, you know, the main talking point to start off with is this fantastic journey um, that you went on um, with a friend of yours. And it's, it really fascinates me and uh, we spoke a little bit about it and I would love if you kind of re- recount some of uh, what you told me, basically, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's absolutely okay. That's fine. I love to talk about the trip because I love the trip. It was amazing. Um, okay. So what I did together with a, a friend of mine, a female friend of mine, we uh, jumped on our both bikes and like, Uh, bike in the sense of motorcycles (laughs) and um, we did a trip in 13 days we were traveling 2500 kilometers through five countries which means that we started uh, here in the Rhein-Main in the Rhein-Main region we went through southern Germany through Switzerland entered uh, into Italy went down to Liguria um to the region uh how, how would you say liguria actually in english Liguri?
0: Yeah, we, we, yeah we yeah we we we, uh, we butcher the word as much liguria
1: ah. <laughs> okay <laughs> and, and, but you
0: have you have to say it with a mate at the end and holding a pint of beer in your hand otherwise it's not the same effect <laughs>
1: okay so so we went down to uh, to the uh, coast uh, of uh, liguria and then uh Stayed there a couple of days, uh, discovered the region, and uh, we did also continue then the trip uh, along the coast, entered into France, visited um, Monaco, um, down to uh, uh, Nice, and then we did the whole journey back.
0: Yes. Can we also establish that you know, your friend is another female? So this is two girls yes. um, on motorbikes. Yes. Um, and, and how many times have you done this in the past, Tanya?
1: Never, ever.
0: So this is your first trip. And your friend, had she done this before?
1: Yeah, she, okay. she's uh, motorcycling since over 20 years. Uh, and, uh, and she did that uh, beforehand. Um, I did road trips, like tons of road trips in Europe, but by car or by bus or by train, but never by motorcycle because I actually have my motorcycle only since now three months. So I had it two months when we did the trip.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. So, I mean, two, we're talking about two ladies, obviously, you know, ladies of the world. It's not like you haven't left your village ever. So you've traveled about, you know, what's going on. You know how things are, um, you know, I have to say, when I jump into a car and I drive from the north of Germany to the south of Germany, you know, I find it a daunting trip, you know, even though I'm in a car. I mean, you, you and your friend on motorbikes riding through Europe. I mean, wow. Now, as a respect to the, the, your sense of adventure for a start. I mean, how did you feel the, the night before, lying in bed the night before? You know, the next day you're going to do that.
1: Um, how did I feel the night before? Well of course I was a bit excited, that for sure. but actually I was uh, I was, yeah, I had a smile on my face the entire time because it was just something I wanted to do. And um, and um, when we started the trip, we started on a Saturday morning, I think it took me the first two hours like to settle in. To, to like realize what's happening I'm, I'm on my bike I have my friend uh, next to me I have uh, some of my stuff uh, wrapped around uh, 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 on my boat, motorbike and um, I'm I'm doing it so and then after this first two hours I said um, it became... Um, it became my reality and it became normal. Like I'm using here the word I don't like so much. I, I know that, <laughs> but it becomes like it, it was like,, um, yeah, I'm, I have to admit that the sensation on the night before we started wasn't that that uh, big or that impressive, but what what was very impressive to me and what um, had a deep impact was, while we were riding, like the entire trip, whenever that the feeling popped up every now and then, um, I was like, "This is something I wanted to do, and now I'm doing it." They're like, okay, you are currently um, realizing one of your dreams. So, and I love this feeling when you're like in a situation and you're doing things and then you are realizing in that particular situation that there is something you had envisaged for some time. Doesn't matter if for a couple of days or a couple of years or decades, I don't know. Uh, It depends on the dream. And, And this sensation hit me pretty, pretty strong when we were driving along the Ligurian coast because I am a, a very much an ocean person, a seaside person. Like the, the ocean gives me a lot when, when I'm there, not necessarily when, only when I'm swimming or sunbathing, but just like to hear it, to smell it, to feel it, to, to see the energy of the water and the waves and everything. And to ride along the coast uh, in Italy uh, having my like sitting on my motorbike and having the the sea next to me and smelling it and hearing it and and well that was that was amazing. That was really nice.
0: Yeah, I I can only imagine. I mean, you, you you the way that you say it and it it it's very reminiscent of the chat we had a bit about mindfulness, being in the moment, being aware. Yeah. Um. You know, appreciating. Uh, you know yep. that which you are currently undertaking I, I also see a little bit of, of um, like Yoda you know sort of uh, Yoda's sort of advice you know feel the force feel the moment where you are and so on um, <laughs> yeah yeah as in I mean, spirituality spirituality right so yeah um, there is that element to it but I mean I was in Telaro in 2017 uh, yeah. which, is, which is probably on the on your path did you go past Telaro
1: no, I don't think so.
0: No, it's on it's on the Ligurian coast. Maybe you rode it more, perhaps. I
1: think it's tiny. It's small.
0: Yeah, it's, extre- <laughs> it's extremely. It is. It's, it is extremely small. Um, is it but, east
1: or east or west of uh, Genoa, of uh, Geneva, like?
0: I think it's west.
1: OK, I think. Okay, well. But
0: then then I'm going to look at a map and it's going to turn out to be east and it's already recorded. So that's it. End of story. I'm not editing it out. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs>
1: okay. um,
0: yeah, it's a, it's about an hour and 45 minutes from Pisa. I don't know what that means. Um, no, then
1: I've definitely not been there.
0: OK. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're I mean, I am an Aquarian, but that doesn't mean anything because I can't swim. But I, you know, in this, in the flat that we stayed, which belongs to a friend, we, you sort of open the living room windows, and you just see the sea, Mm. the Ligurian sea, and it's, Mm. it's beautiful. And as you say, you know, the water sort of trails off to the end, it drops off the edge of the earth, and there's the horizon. uh, And and it is, it's an awe-inspiring view. So, I can't imagine how you must have felt the wind in your, well, not quite your hair cause you're wearing a helmet, but you know, the wind in your face, um, yep. riding your bike with a friend, you know, it's that, yeah. How would you, how would you describe it? Is it would, did you feel just really liberated in that moment?
1: It, um, the feeling was a mixture of being very, very present and very, very free. So for me, for me, um, riding my, my bike, my motorcycle is uh, equals to freedom, to a feeling of freedom, a certain feeling of freedom. Um, And, um, and, and another thing, I mean, if we would have done this trip in Spain or in France, it would have been amazing as well, for sure. Uh, differently but uh, nevertheless amazing but um, doing this that doing this trip in Italy like where I come from where part of my family comes from where I have roots uh, even if it's not the Ligurian region uh, it was uh, uh, another aspect which made it like very special to me yeah Mm
0: -hmm. a sense of sort of coming home um, as Mm -hmm. well you know, but you know coming home to have an adventure too um, you know, it, it sort of rings there's a certain contrast to that because normally you go away from home to have an adventure in which here you have you know these sort of conflicting but extremely energizing uh, concepts yeah,
1: from, and, yeah and 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 um, you know every every year when I go and visit my family I'm uh, like hiring a, v- a vespa. <laughs> <laughs> something like this and I'm uh, roaming around the uh, the the yeah the coastal region um uh, watching the sea and driving around and I I remember since I've been a teenager that I was every now and then it hit my mind I was like one day I will do this with my motorbike one day I will do this with my motorbike one day I will do this with my motorbike so I didn't do it now in the region where I come from but I did it in Italy and I did it Uh, alongside the ocean so yeah so that was really really uh, particular it was a bit like my my grown part was uh, talking with my inner kind of inner child you know like see we did it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I completely appreciate that Um, there's a movie um, out by Disney Pixar I think is called Luca um Uh yeah it's uh yeah it's obviously set in some italian village somewhere uh, by the coast and um i've only seen the first half an hour of it but um there are sort of two underwater creatures which when they come out of the water for some somehow they turn into like boys Mm -hmm. um and they have a dream of having a vespa and taking part in a vespa race it's a charming little story um, which yeah, you have to finish because it is fascinating. But what is it about the Vespa? Because, I mean, there is something, there is a certain, I mean, is it the, the movies of the 1950s, like Napoli, La Bella Vita? Uh, I mean, is, is that the, the romanticism attached to it? Because it has a certain name, doesn't it? The Vespa.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has. Like, I'm, for me, it's, um, for me, it's, um... It's part of the uh, um, Italian lifestyle, you know. You because you are very. Do you say a, 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 agile? Agile. 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 Yeah, you, yeah, like you are. You are moving in a very agile way around traffic and the cities and everywhere. You know, you can be very, very. Uh, um, disruptive <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, that's you said that No, I mean you can be very quick and you know uh, um, but uh, for me the best that I like it because I'm 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 very much into into vintage. I like vintage style. I like retro. I, I like my motorbike is also a bit vintage. Uh, I like clothes. I like uh, some kind of music from this uh, yeah from this uh, time, like as you mentioned, the 1950s, 60s, um, and so the 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 older something is. Um, the more I like it actually. So if I see you could you could, for example, you could park one of the newest, most expensive cars in front of me, and I would be absolutely non-impressed. We say, yeah, it's a car, it's a new car, right, Okay, It might be black or white or red or whatever, okay. But if you put an old timer, a historical car of me then my heartbeat goes up and i'm like oh my god <laughs> it's beautiful it's not that I, it's not that i'm an expert i i don't you know i i could not uh, repair that kind of car and i don't know a lot about this car, but to see it and then i i get all fascinated and i get all excited and uh yeah start talking with people and for example in italy you have the cinquecento mm. the, the little the little car like i love them I like I I start uh, making funny noises <laughs> when I see one of those ones, but the, I mean the really old ones, you know, and I yeah. I, I I they are so nice and um, yeah they just put a smile on my face and that's the same with the with the Vespa, with the Vespa like the old ones, I I adore them uh, they are so yeah it's um for me it's um it's a bit of history we are keeping in our days you know when you have all these old things and i'm also not a person who likes to throw things away just because they are old i mean i have a I have a a bicycle which is all rusty and and (laughs) my neighbor just a few weeks ago (laughs) wanted to throw it away because he thought that nobody's using it it was like no hell it's working totally fine it's just old but doesn't mean that it's uh, that it's not working
0: you know yeah that's yeah, no, okay it's a good thing you didn't see my facial expressions there because uh yeah rusty bikes wouldn't have lasted long in my presence either but i completely get uh, your point though i do perhaps a little bit understand your neighbor um i have to say <laughs> please don't be offended when oh, no. i was when I remember um, in Parma, which is when I started riding a bike again, because Parma is so small, you go from one side of the city centre to the other in 15 minutes, and that also includes an espresso break in between. Mm. Um, and I, But I do remember the, what I used to hate was reaching the lights and then a group of boys and girls driving or riding Vespers, and they'd come past and they'd stop in front of me. And I tell you, I almost... Fell over from the fumes coming out of these things. Um, I, it's. I'm sorry, it's terrible. I. It. I mean, they look wonderful, and I I appreciate everything that you are you you say about it. But um, they really do create some stink, don't they? You've noticed this, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, sting and um, noise. I, oh, I, I know God. this. I know this. I know this. But nevertheless, my heartbeat goes up when I see them. I didn't say my heartbeat goes up when I smell them. Or, you know, but okay. when I see them, no, no. You're right. You're 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 right there. But it's yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. I mean, you, there's no. I mean, okay. You can get an electric. Vesper, but it's not the same thing, I guess, for, you know, for the uh, the Italian purists, you know, if it doesn't make that, you know, almost like the, the Ape, you know, the yeah, Ape. Yeah, yeah. I love oh. them as
1: well. <laughs> my nono no, had one. My, my really? grandfather, yes, my grandfather had one. And back in the days... It was, it was already forbidden to transport people in the back, but of course he did it. And with my cousins and uh, my brother, we were sitting in the back and he was driving us around. <laughs> that was amazing. i one of the best memories from my childhood in Italy. It's yeah. amazing.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely crazy things. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, luckily I guess road um, regulations have somewhat improved on the basis of safety of course if, if yeah. not if not good taste um yeah. okay all right so you and your friend 2,500 kilometers you said yeah. basically e- each way that is yeah
1: no 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 in total total in total that okay, was in right. total yeah all right
0: um in two weeks mm-hmm. more or less. um i y- you showed you showed me a couple of photos I really like the one where you are reclining on the bike and you know you got your you're doing the signals with your fingers um it, it kind of reminded me of a character from Happy Days called Arthur Fonzarelli I don't know if you know if you've seen Happy Days it's no. uh no okay um yeah it, again I think it's a 50s 60s uh, American comedy show um so therefore again it's a throwback to easier times mm-hmm. um and he was was just Mr Cool as in you know he would walk into a diner and if something wasn't work he'd flick his fingers and all of a sudden the music came on whatever was broken would start working and all the girls would come and say oh Fonzie Fonzie and it was just very um yeah I guess we we can analyze that from a um yeah from <laughs> from a different perspective socially <laughs> yeah. speaking yeah um but um yeah it was just Mr Cool he was just nice um but he was on his bike, Sunny's reclining, doing basically what you did. So, I mean, that was a great photo.
1: Yeah, I love that, actually. And I have to say uh, that the the pose, uh, when I was lying there on the bike, that is actually I copied that from my friend, because I've seen a couple of um, pictures where she did it. And I was like, always so impressed. I was like, No, I cannot do this. If I do this, I will fall over uh, (laughs) myself and and, and also the bike, you know, like, there's no way to keep the balance. And then I when we were there we visited a harley davidson shop in uh, on the coast there and uh, in front of the shop when we came out i was like i'd like to try this now and if i fall over then at least there is a garage here and i can ask the mechanic to have a look at my bike <laughs> yeah. and she was like the bike will not fall you can you can relax and then i did that and i i was so i was like wow it works <laughs> i can do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can also have a childish uh um uh, uh, vergnügen. how would you say that
0: oh my um, word Is it was it ex- experience with excitement
1: okay. childish excitement like over, over very very tiny things and in that case uh, it was like me i was like yeah i did it i'm lying on my <laughs> 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 that was funny yeah I, I like that picture as well
0: <laughs> yeah no it's a great picture I mean now that you explain it I can understand the big smile on your face it's a relief that you haven't fallen over but yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have to say my first impression when I saw you on the bike I thought my if that were me yeah I the next picture would have been me on the floor with the first aid kit somewhere because um, <laughs> it's just yeah but I mean yeah it looked very natural so well done
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is actually also a thing which I'm very, in general, very, very um, thankful for is um, n- that none of us fell. Like like we did the whole, the entire trip um, and nothing happened uh, in the sense of uh, nobody got hurt. No motorbike got, uh, I don't know, um, broke, um, down or anything? broke down, anything like... It was, it was smooth as the whole trip was smooth as butter. It was, it was amazing. I, I, because I really, I really expected that, okay, at some point something will happen, <laughs> you know? I, I really expected it because I, I also know the difference, how people drive in Germany, how people drive in Switzerland, how people drive in Italy, because I've done this trip all my, my entire life, at least once a year. So, and I was, I had a kind of respect of driving a motorcycle in Italy um, because, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't feel, I didn't, I didn't feel so secure at the beginning. And then it was just, yeah, just naturally. And uh, I was really, really thankful to whoever, the universe, uh, (laughs) whoever you choose (laughs) that, uh, yeah, that uh, nothing happened. We, we came back sound and safe in one piece that was great yeah
0: yeah i mean you know to, it's people have to realize and and, uh, and i'm definitely uh, in the process of that realization that you know even though you you, you are fearful of any kind of potential um you know, mishap or mishap that could occur of course um you still go out there and do it with a certain raw energy that you, you do and that does take a, you know a huge amount of courage and, and a sense of adventure um i mean did you think that you are okay now that you're, you're ticking off all of these wonderful things from your bucket list um how would you describe this particular chapter because you're you is it like you're pushing yourself is is there a is there an end point to this or is it simply a question of you know I'm going to keep going for as long as I can
1: hmm. Hmm. i don't know i like actually um i don't have the feeling that i'm pushing myself um i it's rather that i i do i do the things um there is a, a saying, I'm a fan of, of little sayings, and there is a saying is like, you are what you are doing, not what you have the intention to do. Would you say that so in English? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: it makes sense. Yes. Yeah, you, you are what you are
1: <laughs> doing, and you are, you are not the intention of doing something. So, and I like this very much. And then the other thing, um, fear has sometimes been a reason for me like i guess for many other people as well to not do things but um i changed my point of view um to the extent that um okay yeah i have fear and i have respect for a certain situation or project or whatever but just because i have feared this is this is no reason to not do it, not doing it, You got me. Absolutely, like, absolutely. So, so um, yeah. And um, and with this motorcycling and um, getting the bike now after yeah decades <laughs> after I did my my uh, my driver license with eighteen, um, it's. Um, It's not that I have a bucket list uh, where where there was standing like I have to do uh, this road trip then and then it is it is it comes kind of naturally like it had been like the dancing thing, the motorcycling had been in me uh since my teenager days why I don't know I mentioned that already in another in another of our talks in another podcast and I I I don't rationally understand why this is but I know that (laughs) I felt this so and that is enough for me you know Mm. so and then this this dream or this idea this longing um was uh, mute for a long period of my life maybe also because other things had a priority uh or i made other things a priority and now it popped up and mm-hmm. i didn't plan for it I, I didn't i didn't plan um to like five year, years ago like at this and this in this age and this in the situation then and then i do this it, it just yeah kind of happened um
0: and and but you said before that you you're not pushing yourself to do things or to experience more or to feel that that crazy thrill, um, so so these are essentially you know so, as you said sort of dreams from an earlier days yeah. that have remained dormant within you and then all of a sudden it's just the time is right that the the stars align and you decide that's it now is the time for me to do it is 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 that basically yeah. You know,
1: yeah. Yeah, because for me, um, saying that I'm pushing myself has a bit of um, um, it equals like like work. Like I I have to push myself, you know. But I don't have to push. Like it's pulling me, you know. It's mm. it's not that I'm pushing myself to do this. It's just like it's it's um it's it's pulling me. It's it's um uh, how you say it's it's um it's calling me yeah, you know? yeah yeah
0: no it's your it's your nature it's uh, you know yeah. you 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 you, uh, you cannot swim away or against the current of your own you know, internal desire
1: and and the thing i think the, the the precondition i i like organized for myself is that um in the last like 15 years i focused on certain things in my life so i i was able to live certain facets of my personality and my character and that was amazing that was great but if you focus on uh, certain facets then there are other facets you are not neglecting but you cannot focus on them because you cannot focus on everything at the same time
0: yeah absolutely
1: and so at a certain point like three four years ago five years ago i don't know um I I realized that I said okay this is fine I did this the last 15 years and that is amazing and I'm thankful for that but now it's the time to focus on a few other things and what I basically did was like creating some room some space for myself and then the things popped up I, I didn't sit down like in the next five years. I want to buy a motorcycle. I want to intens uh, my dancing experience. I want to create a central talk. No, that what the first step was to create space for me, and then once you have the space and you allow yourself uh, to to yeah to fill this space, the things popped up. They 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 automatically popped up naturally and then i just followed
0: yeah i i I really enjoy this this organic sense that you explain you know that it's it doesn't have to be a struggle it doesn't have yeah, to be exactly. yeah, a, a difficulty, a problem. It's not like you have to completely revolutionize your life. You know, that the mm-hmm. Thelma Louise style moment, you know, which I sort of alluded to when we talked before. You know, that's not the circumstances which, you know, took you and your friend, you know, on your fascinating journey. It was simply a natural uh, expression of what was already inside.
1: Yeah. 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 Very nicely put. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I've been listening to you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah, and you're in a native speaker, English speaker. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'd I'd like to say we could switch to Italian, but I'm I'm not sure that I could handle it yet. But um yeah, maybe one day, one day. Un giorno facciamo, okay?
1: Okay, va okay? benissimo. Okay.
0: Um, but you know, it's great you also mentioned Sensual um, Talk because this was another thing that it has um, has occurred in between our, our last chat and today. Um, you were invited to take part in this, what seemed, from the video that I saw, a really, really nice, uh, special, I should say, better than nice, event. Do, do you want to explain a bit about the background of the event and how it came that you were invited and then, you know, the event itself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um, actually, I like to do that. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was an event uh, here in Offenbach, uh, which would which was called the Kultnächte Offenbach, so the cult cultural nights in Offenbach, and it is an it, it it's still ongoing, I believe. So it's an open air event where they are showing movies in an open air venue um and uh, one of the movies they've shown like i think 2 weeks ago um was woman uh which is an amazing movie i haven't seen it before only that night and i am um, i was deeply deeply touched and um, impressed by this piece of work um and i can only recommend to everybody to see the uh, being like gender doesn't matter. Yeah, um, so, um, and uh, a friend of mine, she was invited to moderate um, this uh, evening and the organizer wanted to have a chat before they started the movie. Um, And so they invited the Gleichstellungsbeauftragte from the city. How would you say that in English?
0: Uh, you would say that by first of all sticking it into the translator. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Can you explain it to me? Yeah, okay, so she's she's
1: she's re- she's responsible here in the city for the, um, uh, uh for the. How
0: is event organizer or something
1: no no Gleichstellungsbeauftragte means that women and men should be treated the, like in the same way uh,
0: of course sorry yeah okay and, um, an equality consultant or something like this
1: yeah something like that but for like for the for the for the city here okay so she was invited and then there was a, a, another lady invited who is running since 20 years a martial arts studio for uh, girls and women and uh, and there was a lady uh she works in uh in a network in a women network uh, also here in this region and uh, and then that was me um because this friend of mine who moderated it said that would be a nice idea and she uh, made the suggestion and so the organizer liked the idea and uh, so i was invited as well and uh, then we had a chit chat, the four ladies, plus the moderator. And, um, yeah, and I had the chance to explain a little bit. What is the central talk? Why am I doing this? Um, yeah. And that was, that was, that was fun. I like it. it was the very first time that I, uh, talked publicly about the central talk. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed it very much. And I, I, yeah, I had uh, also a very nice, very positive re- reson- resonance. And, yeah, the um, feedback, yeah. Feedback, yes, thank you. Feedback, um, ladies coming to me afterwards and like um, sending me emails, subscri- subscribing, let's say to the central talk. Oh, I would like to get the emails. I'd like to get the newsletter and so on and so on. So yeah, really, really nice.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the the video that i saw obviously it was very much um i think must have been taken by a friend of yours yes Um, exactly yeah okay i mean is there an official video of the event where all all the presenters were
1: no no there is no no official video uh what I can do is I can have a look if I can see if I find a homepage. Otherwise, what I did is, uh, ta-da! <laughs> I I set up a, an Instagram account for the sensual mm-hmm. sensual talks and I posted a couple of pictures there. And uh, yeah, so kick started this uh, this dead account, this so far dead account. Yeah. So mm. yeah. So there. There, one could see some pictures, but no, no.
0: Okay, we'll put a link up then later on in the description so that uh, people can access it and at least have a sense of the atmosphere because, I mean, the the video that you sent me, obviously, particularly personalised towards your talk. Yes. Um, yes. But I mean, you you spoke What's what's, the thing, which is really, and we're going back to another word is is natural. Yeah, you are extremely natural. You're in your element, you're talking about something which is important to you, you know, intimately, you know what you want to do. um, And yeah, How did it feel? You said you you got some very good uh, feedback. You said the resonance, so therefore the the, the atmosphere, as it were. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking into people's faces, telling them about what you're doing, talking about these semi-taboo subjects still, um, how did that feel?
1: Mm, a very good question. Um, because this is actually what I do when I am on stage. I don't only focus on the moderator, but I also try to look uh, as much as possible into the audience. And um, what mm, mm, it felt okay. I like it. Felt good. I. I knew what I was talking about. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very nice and very kind when you say like it comes naturally. And um, yeah, because I feel very authentic. If I have the chance to talk about things, I know what I'm talking about and where I am very passionate about. But also, also work-wise, if I know my turf, then I go. You know, like I go, like you, you, you try to stop me. I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, completely the opposite. If I don't have a clue what I should talk about and then I rather do not go uh, mm-hmm. for it. But, uh, and, and I know that it is a very sensitive topic and I saw many women and men in the audience of different ages. And I knew that some of the things I said um, uh, might be a, mm, might feel might make one or the other the one or the other person feel a bit uncomfortable yeah because one thing for example i said and there is uh where i got uh, actually positive feedback is where i said look when i grew up i didn't like my mom didn't tell me look first time you're going to have sex well that's going to be a blast that is an amazing thing and you know like all joyful no The thing you get to hear as a as a as a teenage girl, at least in my uh, case, and also in case in the cases of many women I know is like, be careful, be careful you don't get hurt, be careful you don't get uh, sick. Be careful you don't get pregnant. Be careful you don't get raped. You like it's all it's all a red flag. There's nothing about joy um being relaxed uh, experience yourself your body your senses there's nothing about sensuality it's you know but if you have a look if i talk to boys or to men to friends of mine they, they don't have this they, they, they the 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 connotation of sex is rather positive and this is something like could we please come to a, to a, to a place to a situation where we have also this conot this positive connotation of sex for girls like or for women mm. and uh, this is something I said and when I I didn't plan to say it I went with the, I, I went with the flow and then actually afterwards uh, a few ladies came to me and picked picked this out pinpointed this this, uh, this part of what I said and said that they like to hear that. So, but yeah, I mean, I said it, Mm -hmm. even if people would have come to me and say like, well, that's crap. You know, like, but I said it.
0: Mm. I mean, it's yeah, this is definitely a topic which we could sort of dedicate an entire conversation to. Um, I think put it's put it down
1: f- on the list,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> da- damn that list, yeah. Um, and it's
1: not getting shorter,
0: <laughs> it's definitely not getting short. it's not getting easier either, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's one of those things, I mean, yeah, absolutely right. There is this huge, um, uh, you would say, how is it not a discrepancy, but there, there, there's um uh there's a complete difference in how the you know parents you can if you have a, a son and a daughter and you, first you the older child is the son and you say to the son oh man you know your first sexual experience is going to be like this this and this and it's going to be fantastic explosive you are you're going to blow your mind um mm. but then the same parents go and approach the, the 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 daughter who a couple of years later reaches that experience you know and they say basically what you just said mm. um so you know it, it I can imagine this happening. Um, I, I mean, I never, I haven't had a sister, so I, I can't um, associate this kind of conversation while growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, I I, I, I remember my first experience um, and I guess luckily for me, uh, the person involved, it was also the first time for her. Um, and yeah I, I can only say is that it was it was a bit like fumbling around in the dark as in you know I, I don't want to make out that you know I, it was this amazing experience but mm. you know it was neither of us had a clue what was going on as in okay we we basically knew we'd read the instructions but we, we didn't have, we yeah really it was a bit of a struggle for both I'm surprised we got together for a second time um <laughs> And, but yeah, it's just one of those things you live, you learn. Right. But yeah. th- what we, what we both, I mean, we were both very young clearly, but I mean, we approached it with a sense of fun and adventure. You know, it, it wasn't some, oh, this has to be done. There was no peer pressure involved. There was no, you know, serious responsibilities. If we don't do this, then we're, you know, we're not a proper mm. couple or anything like that. Mm. Um, it was fun. Um, it was um yeah adventurous, it was um I think mutually disappointing <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but yeah.
1: still it's it still sounds amazing because yeah, there, no. there is a, it sounds amazing, you know mm. i'm I'm not saying that the first time or a, every time you have uh intercourse or sex or whatever is a a, a mind-blowing event, you know uh mm. experience but, but even if you can, if you, it is already a luxury, if you can approach it ne- uh, on a neutral level, but not with a negative um, mindset, you know? And, uh, and that is, that, that's already, that gives, gives you so much freedom and uh, to experiment, which is amazing. It's great. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you were, for example, in a situation where you're, you're telling, you're talking to a parent, either. Mm-hmm. Either or, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and they're saying, okay, how how would I sh- how should I advise my child? Should I advise my child, for example, to seek to have their first experience with somebody who is a little bit more experienced? Should you should would you recommend that uh, you know, that they just let nature take its course to the first partners to first partner and so on and so forth? I mean, you know, what would your advice be in in, in that kind of a situation?
1: My advice would very clearly be: if you don't know what you like, you cannot expect anybody else in the world to know what you like, mm. because you are the one who has to tell, to show the other.
0: But that takes time, doesn't it? Because that takes,
1: takes. Yes, it takes time, but it doesn't only take time. It takes also um, Aufklärung, um, um,
0: Cla- certainty, clarity
1: yeah the kind of clarity that it, it, that that it is not like for example for a girl or for me as a woman it is not uh, the um, responsibility of the man to uh, to give me my orgasm I have mm-hmm. to know what I like like and and I have to be able to express that and I have to know what I don't like and I have to be able to express that as well so I mean, there are so many talking about ladies. So many ladies out there who still don't know how they, um, how do they say that in English? Like how they, uh, in how the induce. In, no, that like the intimate place, like their vulva oh, the vulva looks like
0: uh, the G spot.
1: no no not the G's like how they look like like they've literally never sit there with a mirror between their legs to Uh, see uh, like ah that's how I look like down here uh, you know we all like all of us are able from the childhood to to draw a penis I tell you like let's do it and let's go out and ask people to to make a sketch of a uh, to draw a vulva Mm like you know like and as if you don't even know how it looks like you know like okay where then and then the next one the next step is also okay how do i have to t- what what how, how do i have to touch myself what do i like do i like it a bit more like uh, dynamic do i like it a bit more soft and you, you know this mm. things um mm. and of course you you would not start with like every 12 year old but at least like if you that this should be part of the sex- sexual education you know it's it's not like i don't know how i look down there but then i go and have intercourse with a, with a with a with a boy like like if we talk now about very young uh, people you know uh, like if we talk about like the very first time like i mean yeah mm. i mean we've been there <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. i've yeah. been there so yeah and uh yeah i would actually to come back to your question actually i would i would uh, um encourage um, um parents aunties grandparents like if you and this doesn't count only for teenagers i mean this counts for every age like, you need to know how you look like and what you like to feel.
0: Mm. I mean, this is something I've never considered and, and for, for obvious reasons. Um, and so therefore it would never have come to my mind naturally. Um, however, having having explained what you mean, I, I definitely see the, the, the logic in it. Um, and but it's more than just simply logic is it because you have you know as as in boys they always talk about you know this the extra toy that they have um and so you know naturally you know girls also have a toy although it looks very different so um and i'm reminded of this sort of uh sort of 1960s uh comedian who used to talk about how during the war uh he made it through because he had one more toy to play with than the girls and you know people found it very funny but i mean that it, it never really struck me as being amusing because I, I was always of the opinion that, uh, yeah, it's a different toy, but it's still it's still there. It still yeah. does the same job. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, you're right. And also, when you mentioned talking about these things in a more positive aspect, um, that's always also fundamental. Because if you if you grow up thinking that you know this conversation, sex, your experiences are a normal, relaxed, happy, pleasant thing to take with you on your journey, then you're more likely to approach it in a relaxed, stress free manner. But if you if you sort of take take the approach that you're oh look, this is extremely serious. Sit down. You need to learn about this now because you could be in the shit if you don't know what you're doing, you know, you're straight away instilling fear, which is I think yes. what you're alluding to.
1: Yes. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Zach, and and also the the people who are listening. And I mentioned that also in the discussion during the event. I'm not neglecting, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. There is rape, there is sexual harassment, there are negative uh, experiences. And it is very important to talk about this. It is very important to change this, but... There are options to, to, like, to do this, but what I am missing and what I missed already a couple of years ago is to al- also have the opportunity to talk about sensuality and sexuality in a positive manner, because it is not only always um, neg- a negative experience. And and also, it's for me. It's also part of empowerment for every person, man and women, and like all gender, you know, like like your sexuality is your responsibility. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean they say if there's one endearing element to capitalism, it's that you know everybody's taken care of because it advises you to take care of yourself, um, and so. You know, the mm. society in which we live currently would sort of lead, lend itself to people, at least in this sense, going through that process of self-discovery, mm-hmm. um, but also being able to do so in a in, in a sort of pressure-free way, um, in, in in a way which is, yeah, enlightening and
1: playful. Light. Yeah, yeah. For example. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, we, we jump into these conversations completely through the back door. Um, so, so okay, your experiences at this event. So it was, um, do you think you'll do more of these kinds of live talks? Because obviously it was successful in the sense that you got lots more people to engage with you and what you're doing. Um, I mean, do you consider the possibility of like doing, um, I don't know, a bit of a tour? having this conversation and, you know, sort of teaming up with the sort of local organizations for different genders to come together and have these discussions. Cause it's, there's a need, Tanya.
1: I would love to do that. I'd love to do that. Like I'd love to talk more openly about, uh, uh, or publicly about this, uh, this topics uh, with two people and with people. um but I I don't I still don't have an idea how to do this. Like um, for me, for example, this central um, talk on tour I mentioned in one of the former podcasts. Like I'd like to do one in uh, uh, Nordrhein-Westfalen and I would like to do one in Berlin. This is like this goes for me in this direction. And of course, I had uh, also the idea to to talk more on. Open events, but um, yeah, I actually I didn't I didn't search for it, I didn't push for it. Uh, in this case, in this occasion, it came. And for now, I will I will uh, focus um, on the central talk, like the 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 normal format. Um, and we'll see what happens. I mean, if I get invited, if people have ideas for collaboration, I mean, I have I have tons of ideas. Um I think there are so many ideas that I at some point don't know how to get started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is rather the, the, the problem I have yeah that, mm.
0: um, yeah mm. but it, it seems Manage. as though uh, things develop as you know, going back to your previous term, you know naturally, organically, th- these things seem to create themselves by continuing to do what you do people will see it and they will invite it, invite you mm. more. To engage with greater communities, greater groups,
1: Hmm. Um,
0: so yeah, perhaps it's it's not that far away at all, actually.
1: We will Um, see. I keep you posted. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah, because we'd love to follow this journey uh, through the podcast, and also to you know to to always hear your your thoughts on these issues. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're approaching that kind of time now. But um, before we began this. I was listening to another podcast based on it's by somebody called Mr. Boom, um, and he does uh, Xbox podcast so it's a bit of a gaming thing so you know when you're talking about the child inside you being greeted by the adult um mm-hmm. and your, your sin perhaps is the motorbike my sin is uh, going back to video games okay. um but this was a particularly fascinating podcast because there were basically five men and they were talking uh, and normally all they focus on is computer games um and they spent the first 45 minutes of this particular two-hour podcast that they do talking about uh sexual discrimination um about how women are daily um you know verbally abused at work when they work as waitresses or in in shops or doing their job by their colleagues by their bosses and they were going absolutely crazy and this is just all men huh. um and i have to say i was i mean i've been listening to these kinds of podcasts for over a year and this is the first time that I've heard them go absolutely crazy. They were, these guys were getting really emotional. It was a live one. So he, the host had to pause halfway through and uh, suspend somebody from the live chat because they were being disrespectful as it it, really unbelievable. Um, So it lends itself to what we wanted to talk about which is freedom of speech and, and also to draw in a bit of a connection with the event. When you were there, did you feel any pushback I mean you said some people maybe they had these uncomfortable looks on their faces but did you feel at any point there was a, a, a sense where people were like you know don't I don't want to hear about it that's not why I'm here I'm here to watch a movie I don't want to talk about this um, you know sit down did you have any kind of negative sense like that
1: no no I didn't um, but I don't know if I didn't because there was really none or because I didn't focus on it because I was so much focusing on what I wanted to transmit Um, but no No. I, 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 I had the like in my mind I was like okay I am here to say what I want to say what I have to say and I, what I always try to do is to do, to, to um, communicate things in a way that I don't offend people. But just because one is trying to not offend doesn't mean that you really succeed. Um, but no, I didn't. I had the feeling that I could say whatever I wanted to say. And that is for me also a precondition, um, because otherwise it's um, it's yeah kind of fake. You know, like, like, yeah, please come and talk about, but don't mention this, 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 and this, and don't talk about that and that. That's c- censorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we have enough censorship, mm-hmm. uh, historical censorship on, um, on that topics, like sensuality, sexuality, femininity, also masculinity and the, um, all this
0: how, how important, I mean, for example, we, you, you do these essential the talk events um, and you are in a group mm-hmm. of, you know, of people that you are. You know, how important, in, in your opinion, is this the idea of freedom of speech?
1: It's one of the, like, is it's one of the top priority. Like, you can only like if you are not talk talk, like if you don't have freedom of speech you i actually basically don't don't have to do i i can also stop organizing this events and this is like why i am this is actually basically i said before that i'm trying to um to, to that i'm what i missed was to have a nice space a positive space to talk in a positive nice way about this topics so 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 my assumption is my hypothesis from the very beginning is and this is actually what i was also seeing then i i want to create a certain atmosphere uh, a secure atmosphere a comfortable atmosphere so that people actually start talking start sharing because it's not only to have the freedom of speech but it's also like the one thing is you have the freedom of speech the other thing is like do you dare to say what you want to say and this is why i'm also always and this is also what i stated at the at the event this is why i'm so um like very serious about the chatham house rules that you are not like it's a safe space. You are not getting quoted. Things can be quoted in general. It had been said that one of the ladies shared that, "Mm -mm 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 -mm," you know, Mm. but you you would never say like Linda said, or I don't know, Petra said, or you know, like this, it's uh, um, so yeah. Freedom of speech for me has a, a different, like, levels, levels, facets. Um, Just because you have the freedom of speech, uh, theoretically, doesn't mean that we use it. Hmm.
0: You know? Yeah, now you're adding an element of sophistication, um, which, yeah, just because you can do a thing doesn't mean you should do that thing uh, this also incorporates or you the...
1: dare or you dare to do it
0: or you dare indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and because, if it
1: comes, if it comes to do to, to this topic of sensuality and sexuality, many people do not dare. They have the freedom of speech. They could talk about this, but they don't dare because of uh, traditions and whatever norms. Mm. You
0: know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, because I, I think there are many things that have to come together for um, the kinds of ch- societal changes that, you know, you definitely would like to see incorporated, me absolutely as well, in support of you, um, and, and all those who want to remove the um, the extremely uh, unjustifiable discrimination that exists. Uh, but lots of things have to come together. And... Um, we see groups say, okay, well, it's, it's my democratic right to say this, and I can say, it. yes, it's your democratic right. But as you said, you don't always have to make an, you know, a statement, especially if it is disrespectful, yeah. especially if it is insulting, especially if it is uh, overly aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. Because there are other principles in society as well, such as respect, mm-hmm. such as tolerance, such as understanding. Um, and, you know... Just by pursuing your democratic rights, doesn't necessarily uh, negate the relevance and importance of these other elements.
1: Yeah, listening to what you said, uh, two things come into my mind with this regard. Is the one thing is that it's um, not only important what you say, but it for me it's always important how you say it. So one one um, like rule or guideline I'm living uh, after is like. I you you, everybody can say whatever he or she wants to say but it always depends on how you say it and that nobody gets hurt and this is not only for for what you say but what you how you act like what you do feel free to do whatever you want to do as long as nobody gets hurt Mm -hmm. gets yeah and uh yeah.
0: yeah No, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, I mean, you know, and, and people say, "Oh, you want to create uh, what kind of a society?" And then they start, you know, completely misusing the word "woke" um, as though, you know, as though it's some kind of a, of an insult. Um, you know, but but the truth of the matter is. You know, even when you want to say something, which um, is perhaps in disagreement with somebody else, perhaps in absolute direct conflict with somebody else, as you said, it's the the way that you say it. It's the way that you challenge somebody, you know? It's possible for us to disagree. Uh, Absolutely.
1: It would be so so boring. If we would all have the same opinion, we would not learn, we would not develop, we would not evolve.
0: yeah Yeah. so so when people want to advocate diversity the last thing they want to do is to create a non-diverse argument argumentation system so you know it just doesn't make sense um but yeah yeah what can we do (laughs) unfortunately this is the world we find ourselves (laughs) The, the
1: the thing the thing for me is like if if i have a discussion then then you can you can in my opinion you can focus on two different things one thing one one way is to focus on expressing your thoughts you know Mm. so i am i'm in a discussion like we are talking and i am expressing my thoughts the other way would be i'm trying to convince you that what i that my thoughts are the only way to see it and that is like for me like not the best way (laughs) you know that is like i mean if, if we talk and if I share my thoughts with you at a certain point after an hour, a year, 10 years, you say like, you remember, Tanya, back then we had this talk and you made me th- think and then, and uh, actually <clears throat> I changed a bit my point of view. But my, my primarily aim is not to change your point of view. My primarily aim in this case is to express my thoughts. Whether the other way is like very in, intrusive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? like, like um, I'm, I'm only um, expressing my thoughts in order to make you change your way to think. That is manipula- manipulative.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also, you as you say this, it makes me remember how I used to be up until... You know, just a few years ago so I, I can't even claim to have reached uh, enlightenment you know that you know so many years ago I remember when I was younger and I used to watch the people older than me they used to have what we called cussing matches so it would be essentially there'd be a group of guys in the in the changing rooms mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, two would take turns to basically joke at each other insult one another no mm-hmm. no physical things mm-hmm. but you know you had to win Mm-hmm. It, just, it doesn't matter what happened. You had to win. And, and, and this, this you know, approach stuck with me for a long time. I have to say, I, you know, whenever I used to engage in serious argument, I had to win. I had to come out of their argument victorious. And that either meant that I had carried the, the majority of the people who were watching, or I had convinced my interlocutor that what I was saying was correct and um yeah unfortunately it came to be very late in the day that uh, to realize actually there is no right or wrong
1: yeah but in this case you <clears throat> for you a discussion equaled a battle yeah so and it is uh, and and the 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 um the base the the, the the one of the basic thoughts in this case is that uh, you are opponents the person you are talking to is your opponent whether the person you're talking to 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 could also be uh yeah just another person and you are sharing the experience of having a talk a discussion and that is not not about winning or losing it's about exchange
0: absolutely absolutely yeah energies are transferred aren't they um Mm -hmm. and yeah uh it's fascinating You, you do take Take me also down memory lane.
1: <laughs> That's great. I like this. I, I, I realized this that already twice at least. <laughs> That's cool.
0: Yeah. Great Some of these thoughts that have long remained dormant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cool. No, it's brilliant. It's because it's also, it sort of shows, um, you know, our own development. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you and I here, we're talking about how we would like, uh, society to be able to view itself, but it's also that cool that we can, or we should also reflect on our own, um, approaches and, um, yeah, I I would wish that whoever listens finds, uh, you know, reaches their sort sense of wisdom earlier than I did, um, and in far more easily too, <laughs> I might add. But anyway, um, yeah, Tanya, what can I say? Wonderful. I mean, we, we chucked in so many um, various things, and yet you always do find this uh, magical way of you know combining um, you know the talk you know, and, and bringing it back to the uh, yeah, the original thread. Um, which should actually be my job, but you do it so well, so I don't even need to do it, you know. I'm just uh, enjoying the ride.
1: Yeah, I think that's because you I like the questions you are you're asking. So <laughs> I, I definitely want, <laughs> want to answer them, but I just go <laughs> round and round and round a bit. <laughs> beforehand. No, it's
0: brilliant. no, no, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. And uh, I, I I I learn a lot. Um and uh you know it's it's each conversation is an experience. Um and I'm certain uh it's the same for for those who listen as well so yeah w- once again what can i say thank you very much uh, for joining me for for sharing this uh, experience and i i just look forward to the next one
1: thanks so much for having me the fourth time again <laughs> yeah and i also look forward to the next time the next one then in august yeah that will be great
0: wonderful then i wish you well
1: thank you so much thank bye bye and a my